0: welcome to another episode of watchpoint radio mash those buttons podcast dedicated to overwatch and its community i am jared also known as ja and i'm here with bobby schistler also known as blazing bob hey, hey 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 this is episode number 86 we are recording on december 12th for release on december 13th a couple things going on obviously new uh event well not new event The event for the holidays is back and not a new event, but last week we did get some Overwatch League action with some preseason matches, so we're going to talk a bit about that, and uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about uh, some uh, new patches, not new patches, sorry, but a new patch that dropped with the event today, a little bit about that, and we're going to talk about that League token system and an idea uh, that we came up with. But before we get into all of that, I'd like to welcome anybody who is listening for the very first time. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to Watchpoint Radio. Uh, Since you're new, we do talk about Overwatch news, competitive, and esports, but the primary focus of the show is the state of the game and the community. So we, when we do talk news, esports, and competitive, it focuses around those two topics, the community and state of the game. If you enjoy the show and you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can follow us on WatchPoint Radio on Twitter. So that's twitter.com slash watchpointradio. And you can also join us on Discord at discord.me slash smash those buttons. We'd love to have you there so you can chat with us sometime. And as always, i will always like to thank... The returning listeners as well, thank you very much for spending another week with us, another hour, hour and a half, two hours, maybe, I don't know. (laughs) We have to see how it goes, or we try not to make them that long, but we'll see. But thanks a lot for coming back and checking us out again. Uh, And I'd also like to start uh, thanking subscribers, our new subscribers. Uh, We got two subscribers last week on our Twitch channel, Eagle Eyes 05. She actually did that during the show. And also Rusty Danish, thank you very much, Rusty, for subscribing to us this month. And also right now, Rusty Danish has given the most bits out of anybody—ninety-nine bits. He has given
1: ninety-nine so, bits on the wall.
0: Yeah, right now, Rusty Danish is the uh, champion of bits on the Matchless Buttons channel. So thank you very much, Rusty Danish. Uh, Mel is a little jealous, as she sees she has joined us in the chat, uh, but that's okay. That's okay. (laughs) Um, We do have some community feedback this week. Actually, two of the reviews we got were from Prepare to Attack and one from Watchpoint Radio. So we'll start with the first from Dildo Doug. Thank you very much for Dildo Doug for taking the time to review, prepare to attack. His review is titled awesome. He says, although I'm a console player, this is still very helpful. I just wanted to thank you guys for these as they're very informative, very helpful, and very entertaining to listen to. I'm trying to veer away from being a two-player main guy, and this is the best. The three of you make for a well-put-together podcast, and I constantly look forward to the new episodes. The intro song is awesome, too all right thanks a lot once again thank you dildo doug and that that intro song for prepare to attack is called sounds like overwatch uh from have luck good fun and you could check out his youtube channel for more music like that it's it's pretty it's pretty dope it took uh, then, me
1: forever to get that name down dude
0: yes me too like <laughs> you just want to say ha- uh, good luck have fun but it's have luck good fun
1: and i kept saying it in other orders too oh yeah <laughs> yeah so i had to actually have it up there spaced out wow well you, do, you my, do because my brain would read it wrong
0: All Right? no i got you you're only human bob <laughs> uh next up is rectify who's actually been a long time listener of the show but this and he wrote two reviews he wrote one for prepare to tech and Watchpoint radio Nice. And we're going to we're going to read the prepare to attack one first. He says it really works. Uh, I have been on break from Overwatch playing other competitive games. I went from solid gold to bronze due to manning Mercy during her bug season when she wasn't getting credit so I was pretty jaded and didn't want to get didn't even want to get back in the competitive. Then this show came out. I banged a lot a binged sorry, a lot of the episodes during a 12-hour shift at work came home and was shocked. The Widow Anna episodes alone were enough to get me back into the game immediately. I went from whiffing shots with Widowmaker to a 77% accuracy and constantly hitting headshots. As an Anna, I found myself outhealing Mercies and Lucio's also rarely missing shots. Was playing her completely wrong. That's what he said. He was playing her completely wrong before. Now I have two extra accounts for Overwatch and have been playing against Hyde, Platts, Diamonds, and Masters. I attribute that to all the info I've gotten about my mains on this podcast, from Reinhardt to Winston to Anna and Zenyatta. Thank you, guys. This show gave Stella her groove, uh, his groove back. If you find yourself not progressing, seriously, give this podcast a listen. It's really great to hear that.
1: Oh, that bearded, is Bob. awesome to hear, dude. That is so awesome to hear. Cause that's the whole reason we wanted to make it. And it's changed how I play a lot of characters too, especially widow with that one, that one-to-one thing. Like, I mean, it's just, it's nuts. I'm going to have to send this to, uh, we'll have to send this to foo and to HyperX spiffy so they can see. Yeah.
0: They were the coaches who did those episodes. Excellent jobs by actually all the coaches did amazing jobs, but I think, uh, Fu is definitely one of the favorites i know that zenyatta episode he did like that, that
1: really took my zenyatta to the next level <laughs> yeah and it's actually that zenyatta one spa- spawned into me I, I was gonna do that and how you've been this week i guess
0: oh okay you, so you want to hold on to that then? no
1: i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say it now but it, i've been really working on not holding left click down on any character that you can do it on i did it on zen i did it like, I did it on Reaper, I did it on Roadhog, I did it on everybody. Like, I'd just try to aim in the amount of time it took to shoot again. And I've mm-hmm. been trying to actually click for each shot, like he su- suggested in that episode. And it's been a learning curve, but it's definitely made for more kill shots. Maybe not as much raw damage, but it's I'd run out of ammo a lot less, too, like accuracy is higher so it's just been a good change it's just been hard to retrain my brain after a thousand hours of holding the button
0: right yeah it's uh. like when you're doing something wrong for so long it, it gets reinforced right so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no okay no, i get that let's move on to Rectify's watchpoint ready review he says uh you know been listening to WPR since Episode 3, and this show has come a long way. It's one of the last few Overwatch podcasts that I listen to consistently, and that's because these guys are doing it right. They engage with the community. They have great guests, and sound quality is great. Do yourself a favor and give these guys a listen. Bet you'll be back for more the following week. Once again, thank you very much for uh, taking the time and getting both of those reviews out. You know. Oh, mute it again, Bob. That's awesome.
1: That's awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah so yeah thank you guys for taking the time this week to to write those reviews and give us the the those ratings uh, that's a tremendous help to us and we appreciate everyone that we get so thanks a lot uh with that though bob how has your week in overwatch been
1: it's been a hoot watching a lot of the owl okay. Oh. A lot of Overwatch oh, League. It see was a hoot, my there. friend. It's
0: a hoot. Oh, Bob. <laughs>
1: Ooh, hoo. Yeah, Get but yeah. And, uh, so after we got done recording last week on Tuesday, I played like I don't remember if I played that night or not. But either way, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I didn't play at all. I just watched Overwatch League. I finally got to play Saturday. It was a good time, but then Sunday uh Sunday I had to uh set up my Christmas tree and clean up the house so the Christmas tree looked good and I just did a whole lot of like real life ad- adult crap. And then yesterday I got to play and I played uh two games with my solo account, one of both, and then two games with abg he carried me for two games one two more and then i played a little bit of uh no actually i just i stopped after that so i'm looking forward to playing more overwatch this this week a lot because it's about the least i've played overwatch in between shows without a holiday
0: well, if you if if the preseason got you not watching overwatch as much i mean What are you going to do when the actual season happens?
1: Well, the preseason was, you know, you want to see what's going on. Like, I'm not going to watch every game uh, when the actual season comes up. I might watch VODs in like a faster pace, you know, later if I hear it was a good game. But we're getting a sense for what games we should watch and what games we should be uh, making sure that we're there for. So I I wanted to see every team play. A lot of question marks, a lot of who's gonna be good, who isn't. Like it was just so up in the air. It was super interesting to watch. Plus, we hung out as like friends in uh in the hero or the Overwatch League network disc Discord. So we hung out with Totem and Spider and Slambo and Mel was there, and there's a bunch of different co- community members there, and we just had a really good time talking and talk about plays and like when something crazy good would happen we'd be like "Woo!" it was just it was just a good time oh that's good uh timers I... came too i don't think you ever came
0: no i didn't you wouldn't want me there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are me there i uh you yeah, know we're we're going to talk about the Overwatch League stuff but i after the first before the end of the first day i was already bored and I want well, I'll get into why it's not the matches that are the issue. <laughs> I'll get into why when we actually get to that section. But um, yeah, I actually ended up funny. I didn't really play. I played Overwatch. It felt like I played Overwatch, but I didn't. I really haven't progressed on my accounts that I should be progressing on. I think I played Church of Ja. Like I think I got a total of like three matches in. I lost two. Here's the thing about that: I lost two, one, one. But the two I lost, the SR loss was so little that when I won one, I basically was almost back up to where I started. So I'm like, "Oh, that's good. You know, that's cool." <laughs> but I really didn't progress. Well, haven't you
1: been playing mostly with timeless?
0: Yes, that is the thing. I've been playing mostly with timeless. So I think last week we got him from like sixteen, like high sixteen hundreds, to the eighteen. 50, I think
1: yep he and he got on well he got on Saturday night the one time I played we've been drinking a little bit like while we were watching the alley there we, we we were playing after uh, and we were six stacking with ABG uh, low B stack and we're like time come join he's like no I've worked too hard for this SR I'm not losing it what are you guys <laughs> drinking and ABG's like come on time we're gonna have a good time I'm like timeless dude it's gonna be great I'm so not drunk. And he's like, no, I'm not coming. He's like, all right, fine, I'll come. If we lose one game, I'm leaving. So three wins later, he's like, dude, I'm up in my high night, 19- 1850. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, all right, Ty, this will on that note. I need to stop because I don't know that I can play anymore <laughs> to a level to help you guys win. <laughs> so then we yeah. played some QP after that. Dude, it was some...
0: It was was like those matches, like one of those matches were, there were some slogs, man. Like there were some times, I I think somebody, I forget who was watching us. Uh, There was somebody watching us that listens to the show. They're usually in chat. Um, They're usually in chat uh, for the show here today, but they were watching us play. And I, I think over the last few weeks, we've been constantly saying it's not who's better. It's like, who fucks up less, right? Like, that's basically what was happening. So we were playing Temple of Anubis, and our team would not work together for the life of us. Would not work together. Actually, I clipped, I made, you remember that clip that I made where the guy sends the junk rat Tire over the May wall, and I, I destroy it with the hammer before he blows it up? I put that clip into uh, Discord last week. I think I saw it. It was that same exact match where the team just wouldn't work together. I'm like, okay, guys, let's go left. And then two, three people die because they're on the right. Like, we could, we literally could not move forward because they kept going and when I'm just sitting there, like, waiting for them and they keep going to these places and dying, it took 60, somewhere between 60 and 90 seconds for us to form up as a team and we basically would just... We couldn't do anything. we was running out of time. The opposite side of that match, which should still be on Twitch is the uh, enemy team, not being able to handle my Arisa at all. Like (laughs) just, just not being able to figure out how to get the Arisa out of the way. Spoiler alert. All they had to do was go right. That's all they had to do was go right and go around me. If they would have done that, they probably would have taken the point because they would have demolished the rest of the team, but literally they're in front of me You know, at, at those two openings. Okay, shield down. I'm shooting through the shield. They go left. Okay. I should change where the shield is.
1: Like That was all I did. So- <laughs> well, unfortunately they probably had a comp that didn't push well into it and no one was like, hey, we need something to push into this comp. <laughs>
0: It, it was funny too because somebody set up like a Symmetra nest in that. On if you look at Talk of Temple of Anubis and you're on that high rise, that room to the right. Yep. Uh, that's somebody that's set fine. up a Symmetra nest in there, so they'd run in there, to get you know, start getting beamed down. They try to run out, I just arrested them, you know, use Graviton back to pull in. them back into it, <laughs> and they die. And it was almost oh, like they kept shit. forgetting they kept forgetting that I was there because they'd be like they just walk in and they're like, oh my God, it's still here. Like nobody's mm-hmm. killed us yet. Not once did they pick a Winston. Not once. Oh wow. Yeah, so that's the type of stuff that we've been dealing with. We we won um what what map was that? Junker Town, four DPS, one tank me as D.Va won heel, which was Thomas's mercy. And we won that against a Bastion, an Orisa, a D.Va, and a whole team. They did not get past that first little bridge, Bob. <laughs> that's what we were that's that's the type of matches we were having.
1: So so it, you could have been, you could have easily had four of those people instead of the four people you guys yes, had. Yes,
0: exactly. That's what I, tell, I was telling Thomas, I was like, that could have been us, man. I'm not <laughs> happy about this. That could have been us. We're about to requeue. We're about to requeue. We could get queued with those guys.
1: Yeah, dude. When those types of matches win or lose happen, like I end up like, okay, and like everybody gets on gets on my ass because I'm like, hold on, wait to queue. I got to go to the bathroom. But really, I'm just staggering the queue, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and I might as well get something to go to the bathroom while I have this time, because right. everybody wants to leave immediately. In queue, and then you're just stuck in those same rotations.
0: Yeah, that's that was kind of the the, the I was worried. I was like, I really really hope we don't get queued up with those people because that could have they they were horrible to not be able to take out. I didn't die once as diva. I didn't even get demet as diva. <laughs> And not be able to take four out four DPS with a bastion, you know, like that was it was ridiculous. So playing down there, like playing like, you know, in, in like low gold and silver, you it's know bad for your you know, uh practice. It is, it is. Luckily, when I do go back and play Church of Jaw, or I go back and I play Jaw, it's not that like I it, it doesn't take me long to snap back into it. Maybe it's because I play tank, it's not like I'm playing a DPS, you know, where I'm I'm playing tank. And you know, you you those do you just follow some simple rules <laughs> where you play tank and you know keep your team up.
1: Should, you know? uh, we should uh trio sometime with A B G or maybe quad nad mel or something, but A B G is a good sh- uh shot caller. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: you you were saying that before.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: All right. So now that we know how our weeks in Overwatch went, let's go ahead and get into our top story. Top story. All right. So surprising no one, Winter Wonderland has returned second year for this event. Keeping the trend of the second year of these events not being as spectacular as the first, I would say. Um I think uh, a lot of people are having that are are not necessarily pleased. Don't get me wrong. Okay, let me let me start that again because people are happy that there's new skins, right? The part that we're not really happy about is that they're all legendary skins. If I would have saw if I would have logged into Overwatch or I went to the Overwatch website and I saw that some of these skins were epic, I would have been way more excited because it's way more likely that I'm going to get an epic skin than I'm than to get a legendary skin you know
1: yeah and i thought about this today too uh i bet the reason that they've they're not doing the epics is because epics are recolors they could possibly take a future overwatch teams recolor because i mean all the overwatch league teams are all their skins are is recolors they're not just recolors though
0: that's all uh, i saw I mean, no, like, like a
1: little bit of different helmet and stuff like that, but that's what they call a a recolor.
0: No, it's they're not just recolors because they have several epic skins that have different effects on them. Look at um, Coldheart from Halloween or Coldheart from.
1: Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the Overwatch. Oh, Overwatch League. Yeah, yeah. Those are like the equivalent of epic skins. They're just recolors. So if yeah. you're in, if you're introducing three hundred some recolors, you know. 12 different colors like why are they going to keep recoloring skins when they're already making those i just i just thought about that today as i was tweeting play overwatch are they going to give us any epic skins ever and i was like or are you just going to not do that because of all the overwatch league skins
0: but that's what i'm saying like epic skins aren't just recolors though like the overwatch league skins sure they're recolors with you know they're basically like wraps with the team logo and they have the color on them but there's several epic skins that actually have different effects on them like as Coldheart well, was an epic skin and blizzard same-
1: explains them as recolors like that's how it was either lesser jeff or greater jeff that said like a epic skin is a recolor where they don't change the model like
0: that has that's completely false then. I mean, like the only thing that doesn't change with Epics uh is the gun. The gun still stays the same. But you look at Cold Heart, look at uh whatever the Reaper one is called from the the, the Shiver, Reaper, look at Farrah. her she, like her uh, her hol- her yeah, her holiday skin
1: yeah, it's was a not a recolor. Effect, but it's the model's the same.
0: Her holiday skin has like icicles and stuff on it.
1: But it's still the same... Nah, I, I, I don't know. They they said it's a recolor. So it's I'm like, just remembering I mean, back... The,
0: the term that, you, that you're... Like the industry term for it is kind of like palette swap. So the uh, rare skins, those are definitely palette swaps where they just change the color of the actual skin. Legendary skins are different. They're like If you want to actually talk about what makes that legendary skin different... It has all of that stuff that we talked about. Plus, they usually come with different voice lines. You know, they change the weapon.
1: Yeah, that, it's that's the legendary. weapon, like the hat. Oftentimes, yeah, different. it's a complete change of the character
0: and, yeah. and voice lines. Like I said, but there's lots of epic skins that make the characters look act, like they, they make they look different. They're not just uh, they're ret like you know they they're not just palette swaps. They're actually retextures. Of Some those are, skins, yeah. yeah.
1: But I mean, they described them. They called them their recolors. Or- yeah, but then that, would, that that's just not an
0: accurate statement. Then I mean, we have you, you can go into Overwatch and see that that is not an accurate statement, even if that's what they said. So for them to say, "Oh well, well, we're not we're not going to focus on epics because they're they're palette swaps," so that's kind of bullshit. Like that, that, there it is. It's because epics have historically. No, I'm not, not saying that's what they're swaps. doing. I'm
1: saying I thought yeah. of it as I tweeted. That's probably what they're doing
0: maybe they might be doing it but since the i I know they do have 25 characters or um 26 characters now sorry so 26 characters technically speaking they have 27 characters because the 27th character is in development and it's on the way uh to make skins for but when you already have the color palette picked out for the skin it it's not as difficult as completely making a new skin right oh like,
1: i'm not saying it's difficult i'm just saying they don't want to make more colors they might take possible team thir- uh 13 possible team 14 possible team. you know like they could take any of these teams that'll join the overwatch league later they could take the color that they would be be picking
0: right but, but i mean most of these teams have color palettes right like they have they're not just blue they're not just green they're like green and yellow purple and white blue and white blue and yellow blue and yellow is boston yeah so blue and yellow you know orange and whatever i think white i think is the is the fusion maybe it's orange and, and black i can't remember but like you know they have these different palettes you can have skins that are the same color as a team's like you know i say primary color but those team skins are still going to have the team logo on them versus the other skins which won't it's going to have the team logo on it it's going it's going to have uh it's going to be more uniform to fit with everybody else. So maybe, I mean, like don't get me wrong. I mean, like you may have, you may have a point, but I just don't think that's what's going on. I just think that actually, I don't even know. I don't know what the benefit of making all the skins legendary besides trying to get people to buy more loot boxes. That's the only thing I can think of to make the skins more difficult to get, to get people to buy more loot boxes. But in my case, I'm just likely to buy less loot boxes because now there's less skins that I think I have a chance of getting. When you tell me a skin's legendary, I just assume I am never going to get that skin. <laughs> because that my that my my RNG across all games is absolute shit. I do not have good RNG. I don't have good RNG in life. Okay, period. So so I I do not expect to get a good roll on anything that I want. Go ahead, Bob. They
1: could be just using metrics. They could be seeing that nobody uses the epic skins that they get and they only use the legend, the legendary skins. So they probably like if that were the case, they would think to themselves, OK, well, we need to spend more time on this and less time on this. Another speculation.
0: Eh, that, m- that may be they may be looking at metrics because some people do switch to epic well, uh, legendaries just because they have them. I know I don't like I have legendaries of Reinhardt, but I still use Cold Heart for the most part, you know
1: there's very few that I don't use a legendary for. I can't think of one that I don't use a legendary for it right off hand it's whichever one I think looks best, but it kind doesn't
0: even matter what I think it looks like because I'm not the one looking at the skin, <laughs> <laughs> you know so, but uh yeah, but the these new skins there they have seven legendary skins. Uh, Bastion has a legendary skin, which I always think is a waste of a skin, since no one like really plays Bastion all that much. You really only see Bastion in a pinch. That's when, you, generally speaking, you see Bastion or so on town or on Junkertown, right? So you have I'm Avalanche, sure. yeah. <laughs> you have Avalanche Bastion, which I actually the thing I do like about the Bastion legendary skin swaps is that they change the um. Uh, bird too so there's like a a snow owl i think that uh, the bird gets changed to yeah for avalanche bastion rhyme sombra now i'm not big on christmas lore i don't know what rhyme is what i do know is that this sombra skin looks like zora from legend of zelda that's what the skin looks like (laughs) i didn't have him pulled up yeah so i'm not exactly sure what rhyme is like i'm not a big christmas person. So, but yes, what's called rhyme Sombra. It's like a, it's like an ice elf, like that's what it looks like. Are you Oh looking yeah, at Bob?
1: no, I saw that in the uh, the re the the release, and I had to rewind it because I didn't know who it was. Oh, so I was like kind of half watching it at work. Oh my god, the roadhog!
0: Oh yeah, we're gonna get the roadhog. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, rhyme Sombra. They have beach junk rat, which I was like, okay, I guess that's cool. It's it's kind of funny because it's a it's a winter wonderland and he's wearing all summer clothes uh but somebody did point out to me that it's summer in australia right now
1: Um, i don't know
0: yeah so like that that's what they said Uh, i was like oh well yeah that'd be very uh that'd be interesting if they did it because of that other than that i'm just gonna assume they had a um they had an extra. They had two skins for Junkrat. at uh, they had two skins for Junkrat for Summer Games, and they just held on to one. Which I'm not trashing them for that. I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. Uh, that's <laughs> that's fine. But um, yeah, that they, they, they have the the Junkrat. Yeah, maybe one of the cooler ones I think is the Snow Owl Anna. That one is pretty cool.
1: That one is pretty cool. Yeah, and I really dislike a lot of Anna skins. Yeah, Yes, so one of her best skins
0: came out when she was relaunched. There was the one with the triangle on her face. Yeah, uh, that was cool. Yeah, but you're right. They usually do her wrong when it comes to skins. But this Snow Owl Anna is actually pretty cool. And since Anna is probably going to be making her way back into the meta, might not be a bad skin to have.
1: Peter, yeah, it, the whole thing's really cool.
0: Yeah. And this Casual Hanzo, which was from the Christmas comic last year. Which I like that one. I saw a bunch of people complain about it. I'm like, I don't see a problem with it. I thought it was pretty cool. You know? Mm-hmm. I did increase my Hanzo time by a hundred percent last week, by the way. Which my Hanzo time was like over a hundred percent because I I had like thirty minutes on Hanzo and now I have an hour on Hanzo. Nice. I was, I was nice. like messing around on Hanzo after I listened to the Prepare to Attack episode. So um So there's, yeah, we got the casual Hanzo. And the Ice Fisherman Roadhog, I really like that skin. What I want, I really hope he makes some type of walrus sound.
1: <laughs> I like, r- in- Instead of going, oh, he's like, I can't even do the walrus sound.
0: Hoo, <laughs> hoo, like the- hoo, hoo, yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, I hope he makes some type of walrus sound. Like, instead of, like, pig sounds and stuff like that. Uh, that would be really really funny or when he breathes it sounds like he's like smacking his gums because the (laughs) air is going through his like walrus mouth so that's actually pretty dope I liked it and then the final skin is a skin I feel like I should like but I don't the Alpine 76 doesn't look that great doesn't look that great he has another all white outfit that I I forget what it's called it's it's an epic uh is it epic yeah i think it's like one of
1: those troopers from like i don't know like a final fantasy movie or something a final fantasy like a trooper from what i i don't i tried to i can't figure out what he looks like Uh, he looks like a foot soldier of some sort some futuristic yeah
0: yeah he, he does he does i just i don't know i I thought it, it feels like I should like it but I actually just don't like it all that much. So, but uh yeah, I don't know. I think if I if I do buy one cuz on one of my accounts I have close to 3000 gold, if I have to buy one it's either going to be the ice fisherman roadhog or the snow owl anna. Hopefully I could just get them dropped, but more than likely not because, you know, that's I don't how know it, which one I'm going to get. That's how it goes, man. So, all right, but there is also one new highlight intro: snowball fight for Reinhardt, which you know he pups up his shield, somebody throws a snowball at him, and then he just throws a huge snowball back at him. So that was that was pretty nice. There's two new emotes. Basically, Arissa has a second sit emote now. It's one where she pulls out a present has a puppy inside of it, and she just remains sitting down with the puppy. I'm just kind of like, okay, I, I I guess that's fine.
1: Uh, and there's then, a lot of people that like that one.
0: Yeah, I'm like, okay, I guess it's fine. And then there's also Snowflake Zenyatta where he, uh, I guess, like a snow, like a giant snowflake comes out of his back when he emotes. So they have that, and the the May Snowball fight did come back, but now there's a new arcade mode called Yeti Hunt. And basically, the way it plays is, uh, Jeff Kaplan talked about it last week on the developer update. Was it last week or was it? Yeah, it was the last week on the developer update, right? I think so. Yeah. They'll run it, together now. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's five Mays versus one Winston. May, she can freeze as normal. She can shoot ice as normal. Her ult, though, is a trap. It's it's just a trap now. And I, I blew it because I thought I had my ult. I'm like, okay, I'm going to freeze Winston now. And I throw it out and a trap comes out. And I'm just like, oh, guess not. So <laughs> it's a trap now. And Winston, he, he does more damage. With his cannon, with the Tesla cannon, and your objective as Winston is to not get frozen, not die, and after collecting four slabs of meat, you go primal. And in primal, you get you can kill a man like two hits. So yep, and I think it probably lasts for like fifteen seconds, maybe twenty seconds. I thought it was like, more like ten. No, no, it's more than that because you have some I time. Like paid attention. You I have some ran, time to like, find like them. Girl. Yeah, because you didn't get a chance to play, uh, Winston as side. the Yeti. Nope. Yeah. So yeah, it's about like between fifteen to twenty seconds. I think it's fifteen, but yeah, if you can't find him, you have a little bit of time that to, to find him. Yeah, but like yeah, so Winston is like, he, he's super powerful. His 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 abilities are all amped up.
1: Once uh, he eats four pieces of meat, he goes nuts. Yeah.
0: But I think with May's trap, I think it's, I think it's bugged because as Winston, I've had somebody put a trap down, me pass over the trap, I can hear the trap activate, but I don't get stuck.
1: Yeah, I felt like I couldn't trap one and I'd like put it like right there, they'd walk right back over it, it was weird.
0: Yeah, like you have to put it like right, so I, there was a few times where I put it right on the meat that I knew he was coming for and... When he got on it, like he, when he got close up to meat, he got the meat. I can hear the trap activate, but nothing happens. Like, nothing, Ooh. he didn't get stuck. I did have several times where the Winston did get stuck, and you can use that. But,
1: you know, I do think it's a bug that they're going to need to fix. Do you have to channel the beat, like when you get to it to take it, or do you just have to no, pass, just, over it. it's gotta pass over it? No,
0: yeah. you just got to pass <clears> over it.
1: Just got to pass over it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's,
0: I don't know, I, like, I w- I'm not a big fan of these, like, 4v1, 5v1 game modes anyway. That's why I, I didn't get Evolve. I didn't waste my time, you know? And with Overwatch, kind of the same thing. When you're playing as the May, it's annoying because the Winston's constantly running around, jumping around. If they're around.
1: good, yeah, they're getting away from you until they get their special.
0: Exactly. And it's and kinda- then
1: dumb May's walling you off. And it's like, oh, my God suits like the wall is a big problem for me if you're playing with pugs like i just kept getting walled in spawn and weird crap like that and it was just yeah yeah
0: there's, yeah you do have people who don't play may who don't i can't believe there's still some people who don't know that you can put your wall down if you put it you up by accident it. yeah you could drop your wall but yeah, you get blocked off a lot. But like there were several times where I, I had like uh, a a shot lined up and it just gets blocked, or I'm in the middle of freezing a uh, you know Winston and then I get blocked. So it, mm. it's a huge pain. Watching
1: bad Maze block themselves because they don't put it far enough in front of the Winston that they're chasing. Yes, <laughs> they're, they're just standing there. It's like, dude, drop it.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it really that those really sucks. But the, the playing as May was annoying when you are playing against a decent Winston, and then playing as Winston, I would say is definitely more fun. If I do Q again, it's gonna be Winston Q. That's what I'm gonna I'm gonna go for. It is more fun because the chase aspect of Winston only lasts for a little bit, right? It yeah. only lasts for like I said, fifteen to twenty seconds and then you go back to hunting down the meat but on top of that it, you i actually killed 3 or 4 maze just with the tesla cannon like basically it's
1: it's a game. they don't hit shift
0: <laughs> well they well that's <laughs> like you you have to you have to make them blow their uh blow their ice uh, ice block yeah ice block make them blow their ice block and then after that you should be able to kill them with one charge of the cannon that's it like one like one like a full like a full clip you can kill him
1: i did notice that i went down pretty fast but i mean i just ice blocked
0: yeah like you ice block but a good Winston you know always actually what i did is that i would tickle him a little bit they'd ice block and i just wait for him to ice block i you know i'd you know put my shield down dance out of the shield and you know kill him that way not I, to mention your impact from your jump still hurts them too so
1: I just tried to I just tried to use mainly right click and get head and get headshots. Right. Uh, but uh, I think it was priest who I was playing with said it was either priest or hippo said that we needed to have two people on freeze duty and then the rest on shooting duty.
0: That's if you stay in a group. <laughs> That's, the thing. Yeah. That's if you stay in a well, group. At that, uh, that point there yeah. was
1: four there was four of us.
0: Exactly. Like I was in solo queue. No mm-hmm. no group strategies for Ja. <laughs> One is the loneliest. Yeah, pretty much. I was just mm-hmm. doing it. And I I don't know, I'm just
1: What's that rectify?
0: Yeah. I don't uh Meza. not a big fan. Not a big fan of the of this of, of the event. Um so far. Oh, oh actually of that arcade mode. I don't know, man. I I I I guess they really don't care that people really want story content, and this is a great way to put story content into the game. Mm-hmm. You know how many people would come back for every single event if the event had built in story content?
1: Yeah, the PvE stuff. I don't know why they haven't done more of that. I can't I don't know. It's probably just they want to make the story good. And
0: Overwatch has been in development for years. You know, it's only been out for a year and a half, but it's been development for years. And th- the story has been developed since the beginning. Like they have they've had writers for a long time on that game before it even went into open beta. You know? So they've had more than enough time to put together a story. I mean, we know that the characters have lore, we know that they have story. Like at this point in the game's history, there's no reason for them not to be able to deliver more story. We know that in the future, like next year, their plan is to put out more com- or longer comics. Sorry, they're going to put out longer co- longer comics. But if the comics continue to be disjointed the way they are, it does not make a difference.
1: Yeah, it's not it, a, it's not a full story.
0: It does not make a difference. Uh even last year like, you know, at the BlizzCon in 2016, they're like, "Okay, well this Sombra cinematic is the start of season two of the cinematics we didn't get another cinematic until may like, and i don't mean may like m-a-y i mean may like m-e-i you know that was the next <laughs> cinem- that was the next cinematic yeah it was a long
1: time yeah we after- were playing with all the other weird ones and stuff but yeah the actual pixar style didn't come back until may Exactly, so I don't, I don't know what they canceled the book or the graphic novel. I don't know what's
0: going on on the story side, but Michael Chu's got to be doing something. He has a job; they're not just paying him there to, you know, for moral support. (laughs) He is definitely
1: Blizzard man. He's playing ping pong. He's taking Google rest breaks. I'm kidding. He's working his ass off. Exactly. So you know they have story.
0: (laughs) It was like, just put it into the game. Don't do what Bungie did and take your great story. And move it outside of the game, because that's exactly what Destiny did. Des, one of the biggest problems with the original Destiny was that to get because Destiny actually had, if you take time and you read the Grimoire cards, Destiny has a deep and very good story. But who's gonna do that? You bought the game, put the story into the game, you know. And of course, Overwatch is different because it's not like you know you you don't have single player content, or you don't have story you know, content just directly built into the game. You're not going to buy a DLC that gives you more story missions and deaths and, and, uh, and overwatch. But these events that you have every other month, because they have six events a year, events are every other month. That's more than an opportunity to put story into the game. And the whole point of the events is not for us. It's not for the people who play overwatch all the time. The events are for the people that they're trying to bring back to overwatch. Yeah. So give them what they want. Give them some story content, you know? Prepare to attack can't bring all of your people back, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think, yeah, I think the new characters bring people back pretty hardcore uh, if they appeal to someone who's stopped playing. Uh, But, yeah, the PvE would be a good touch. I mean, I don't need it it's not as important to me i think as it is to you but i definitely enjoy it
0: right well i think pve is it is actually it doesn't even have to just be pve it has to be story content so even if it's a new multiplayer mode but it has story content that still counts so if it gives you yeah. more of a look, even if
1: it's a 4v4 uh overwatch versus talent yeah like that would be cool, you know and, and like you have some sort of objective like you know they give let's say you got widow and then like you you have talent attacking something, and the overwatch people defend it, you know, or something like that, and there's a winner and a loser, I don't know, something like that could be even really cool,
0: right, I mean they could actually <sighs> actually know what would be funny uh if they take uh, like an approach like they did with um, oh God, what is the name? of that game that failed from uh, the guys who made borderlands gearbox what is the name of that game i cannot remember
1: uh where uh the the uh oh i think where you would throw like a hook kind of like a roadhog chain hook and pull people back to you
0: no no it's oh, a i forget what yeah. it's actually called actually maybe there was a character that does
1: it but there's there, was... the main character of the game i'm thinking of
0: it was a it was a uh, it was a shooter. Well, not a shooter. I think it was like a third person game, or was it first person? I can't remember. Maybe it was first person. But it was a uh, you know where it was like it was basically like a MOBA, but it was either in third or first person. So you know if you have a multiplayer game over, it's like four v four. Battleborn. That's it. That's what it's called. Battleborn. Thank you, Rectify. <laughs> um, so if you have like a uh, you know a a 4v4 mode where or 44 or 5v5 mode 66 whatever where you hate where it's you and your bots versus you know talon and their bots you know what i'm saying like something like that that i just think it would be funny if they did battleborn better than battleborn <laughs> um but they uh you know and as long as i had story content i think it would be okay so like that's that's dynasty warriors too Right, yeah, like there's so many different ways they could they could do it. It doesn't just have to be p v e content when I talk about story content, I think a lot of people like you you know you, you brought up think of just p v e content it doesn't just have to be p v e content you know yeah,
1: that'd be that'd be super cool,
0: yeah, but the the yeti hunt I don't know if if you enjoy it, definitely let me know, uh because I'm curious to see if anybody really like said so what I actually had hard a hard time, not a hard time, but like the queue times were kind of long
1: to oh, get into yeti hunt. fast. Yeah, but I mean, I was doing it at right at, at Central Standard Time, prime time when I got home from work. So
0: I did mine starting at five o'clock. Well, it's five o'clock Eastern Standard Time, that should be, that's hmm. right smack dab in the middle of prime time. But solo queuing, it was difficult to find. I almost want say it's there. I wasn't waiting 10 minutes, but I was definitely waiting like two, three, four minutes to get into a game. And you expect the first day that this thing is out, queue should be popping.
1: Damn, dude, yeah, I was waiting about thirteen seconds. No, no, So uh, do a triple cued, and then quad queued <laughs> I don't know, maybe the,
0: maybe the central part of the country just needed to get home.
1: <laughs> so yeah,
0: all right. So at this point, I'm just gonna expect that the Lunar New Year is not gonna have any PVE content, so you won't have to worry about me complaining about this again during the next event, folks. <laughs> you you won't have to worry about it. Uh, but if Uprising comes back, and it's the same exact shit, I think I would be a little upset.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. I, yeah. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, so we'll see.
0: But uh, let's go ahead. We are going to move into the patch notes. A few notes came with it, so we're going to talk about it. Patch notes. Like I said nothing really major. Most important feature in the game was added, though, that Mark All is Seen button is now available in your hero gallery. So all those flashing new signs, you can just hit one button, all of it goes away, which actually also allows you to track new stuff. Like if you're opening a loot box and you accidentally get pulled into a match while the loot box is opening, you don't see what it is. Well, now you can at least see what that stuff was as long as you don't open up another new loot box in the
1: meantime. (laughs) It's actually really cool. Yes, that it is just the, happened to me today.
0: That's the number one reason I wanted that feature. Number one reason I want the feature. Uh, additionally, something I didn't see coming because actually they did, it did this wasn't in the PTR patch notes, and I can understand why. But they made a change to player warnings, or I should say, they added player warnings. So before, if you reported somebody. Almost nothing happened. Like, there was no notification to the person that got reported. There was no notification to you. There was no guaranteed notification to you if something happened to that player. That changes now. If you get reported, you will receive an end game notification that you've been reported. Also, if you report somebody and they receive discipline for it, you will receive an end game notification that they've been disciplined or that the issue has been resolved. I think that's great. I think it's the 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 first part that well both of them both parts actually, but the first part specifically that now if you report somebody, they know that they're reported, they don't know who reported them, but they definitely know that they're reported now, which may help decrease the behavior of uh, that behavior yeah, especially I'd, if they're seeing I'd, I'd it for need rate. just to know if I get reported yeah yeah that uh, that that would be interesting to see if somebody's reporting you because. You're not playing a character that they like, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. But you can't see who reported you, which is also important because you don't want that person, you know, targeting that one specific person. Like, oh, you reported me, and you know, go off on them. What they call that a,
1: a witch hunt?
0: Yeah. So I, I do think it's good that now, when somebody gets reported, they're gonna get an in-game notification. Like, okay, somebody reported you. I, I probably, I'm pretty sure they're gonna. Know what they got reported on, like like you know, like you reported for bad teamwork, abusive chat, something like that, and hopefully that will help them, you know, tone it down a little bit. If they keep getting reported, because they don't want to get banned, because I'm pretty sure Blizzard is getting tired. I, I'm, if you poke your head into the forums, right, you'll see people saying, well, "I was just playing, and all of a sudden I got banned out of nowhere. What was all, all about?"
1: No, no, yeah, there's no lead up to it. Yeah. The same thing when an employee gets like written up, they're like, "You never told me I was doing bad." Yeah, <laughs> they should they should know? But that's why those warnings are put into place before write ups, right?
0: A uh, diverse yes, there are consequences for putting in false reports. If you're found to be false reporting, you'll get suspended.
1: Yeah, ask XQC about that. Yeah, you will get
0: suspended if you are found to be putting in false reports. So don't do some stupid, like, false reporting on on stream.
1: Yeah, like saying <laughs> reporting Symmetra for every report thing that's possible and saying fuck you each time. Although I like XQC. That was just a dumb move. But <laughs> I could go with it because I've done many dumb moves like that my, myself. Mm. All
0: right, well, let's go ahead and move on to the Overwatch League preseason. Bob, you're going to be doing most of the talking here. Because, like <laughs> I said at the beginning of this show, I started watching the, the, the preseason exhibitions and it really couldn't just hold my attention. And, like I was saying, the problem wasn't the matches for me, the problem was the commentary between the matches. I'd watch a match. And I'd be engaged. I thought the casting that was done during the matches was good. I di- I, I was. I wasn't too impressed with the camera work during the matches, but I mean, like, it's that's the camera system. They're gonna con- they're gonna continue to uh, work better. on making that better. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But it was a little frustrating when I would see them focusing on like a mercy heal on somebody but like in the right side i can see two people like fighting like you know two people you know having an engagement or something like that i'm like please look at the action <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> please look at the action uh, well, yeah it was interesting um like basically the camera work was better than the world cup which was a plus they're gonna keep getting better and better uh It was interesting. They must have been recording on multiple spectators because there was a time where where Tavik was killing someone who was the focus on the stream. Uh, And you saw the person get killed by Tavik during the match. But then at the end of the match, they do uh, like slow-mo plays of the game and things of that nature. Well, in the slow-mo play of the game, you were seeing from to Tovik's view. And so it feels like they are recording from different spectators. You you had a thought though that it might be done in a different way.
0: Yeah, so I think they're just taking the actual match data. Like kind of like they do with the play of the game. You know, uh the play of the game, it basically what they do is they just record the actual data that's happening wa- during the match. Like Who's moving where, what they're doing, all that gets recorded. And
1: it's then just at all the code, probably. It's all
0: exactly. And then at the end of the game, they you have the it. play of the game and it just goes to that person's camera that, that they already had recorded. So I think that's they're probably doing it the same, same exact way. I don't know if they have a system in place. Well, no, don't get me wrong. They could put multiple spectators in a game, obviously, but I don't know how many. I don't know how many spectators they'd want to put in a server.
1: What else do you want to know? Cuz there's so much that that went on. Uh they did all kinds of things. Like the whole the setup was extremely impressive with just the production v- uh value of the stage itself. If you just take that, it was like one big LED monitor that like wrapped so they would turn the stage into whatever map they were playing next. It was like a 3D stage. It was really cool, like really cool looking. Uh, you didn't like the commentators that much. I didn't see a problem with them. The interviews were a little lame, but lots of them were with people that didn't even speak English really all that well. And they never really interviewed much. So they're probably giving them easy questions be my guess right uh, well now I'm, Mel did mention that they had some the major uh major wardrobe fouls uh throughout the nights, yeah, I definitely it, did it not pay funny. attention to that. I didn't either till she said something,
0: yeah, I definitely wasn't paying attention to the wardrobe. I just thought that between the matches, the conversation. That the conversations they were having were just, just not very interesting, not very informative. Uh they kind of recapped what just happened. Which, you know, if you were coming in after the match, okay. Maybe that would have been uh that, that would have been very helpful. But if you just sat there and watched the match, it's like, okay, you just basically said everything that I just watched.
1: Um I think it's gonna be pretty hard for, for them too. I kind of feel for him because in the NFL, you know, it's just like what you talk about the rules and all of that all all the time. The NFL, the rules change slightly every year, slightly. But it's basically the same game. Uh these poor poor guys have to relearn new metas constantly and constantly change and uh and adapt their commentary Based on what the current meta is, and I, I feel like that's got to be a really hard job. And so, my hats off to them. Well, one, it's their job,
0: so they need to do it. But two, like they just need to stay on top of what's going on. Like they're kind of supposed to be experts in the in their like at this game, right? It doesn't necessarily mean mm-hmm. that they can execute expertly, but they have a, cons- a, gr- a expert understanding from a concept point of view. So when a new meta is happening they need to know why it's happening and how it's happened that they they just don't need to know they don't have to like i said they don't have to be able to execute but they need to be able to talk about it and it's their job so i don't really have any there's no eh, well it's a tough job i know that
1: that is your job to do (laughs) you know i'm just putting myself in that spot and it would be really hard yeah i know it's their job but it's still the the beginning of it, and they're still kind of finding their way and getting training and learning how it's gonna go but and Some the, of them looked really nervous
0: but the that's the thing like the community has been doing this for over like almost two years now, you know like that's the thing like the community has been doing this for a long time. there are people who can't commentate and keep up with them at a, like that with no because that's what they do, and that's not even their job; they're just the community.
1: Cream, uh, cream puff from wawa's boot camp would beg to differ with you my friend he try, he tries to fight casters all the time he's like there's no casters <laughs> <laughs> they, they actually tried to bring me in on one and i i just had to say no because i'm just not ready for that mm.
0: well it's but one yeah. thing it's one thing being able to cast a match while it's happening it's a different story. What we're talking about Analyst. is is analyzing the match after it's happened. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, casting is difficult. That is that's the most difficult of the jobs. Analysis is a different story, and that's what was boring. This that's what was boring me during the Overwatch League.
1: Uh, they I didn't watch a ton of that either i was talking in the discord a lot during those times
0: right so the the casters like i said earlier i thought the casters were fine they kept up with the action they explained what was going on they would kind of predict what they thought was about to happen whether they were right or wrong was a different story but that's kind of what they're supposed to do with the people who were doing the commentary at the desk it was just like why am i even listening to you and i would get bored of listening to them and i'd go do something else so i'd turn it down Next thing I know, we're in the middle of a, no, a new match that I've already missed half of because they couldn't keep my attention. But that's the the when, com- when when doing analysis and commentating like that, I think when you're watching a broadcast, that is one of the most important parts of the broadcast. is key is talking about what you just saw, why it happened, what could the other team have done to avoid that? What was their pitfalls? Okay, What's coming up next? What have we seen from these teams before? What are we expecting to happen? That's just a general format that I can think of, right? But yeah. and, and, and over time, they're going to have more to talk about. Like, oh, last time the Shock and the uh, Valiant met, this happened. But at the same time, like it's not right. like these players are brand new, right? A lot of these teams in the Overwatch League are just rebrands from other teams before. So we have a history on the team. However... Most of these commentators could only talk about a few people. They could only talk about a few uh, players. If I hear the word "Baby Bay" one more time, I'm gonna fucking kill myself, Bob. Like, like it, it, that's He good that first He night, did look man. good. He, he, uh, he did a great job. But, but. that's like, even when <laughs> this shock were no longer playing, I kept hearing his name.
1: It's because <laughs> everybody was was thinking of him as more like everybody was like, so is he gonna play Zarya? Like people hadn't realized how far along his DPS game had had, had really come, and so was, he was kind of a big surprise to a lot of people.
0: Right. yeah, it, it was I, like I said, the, the commentary, and I'm not, look, I don't, I'm not like a commentary snob or anything like that. I just wanted to be kept interesting. And on top of that, if I was somebody watching Overwatch League for the first time or watching Overwatch for the first time, the commentators between the matches gave no there's no help for new people in those conversations they weren't breaking down the basics you know in the way that commentators are supposed to do it
1: and i actually listened really hard during the chiefs game this sunday because i just watched all that overwatch and just listened to the different things they were saying and wondering if there was a pattern to it and it's weird like they lots of times will just say so and so's come out in the 3-4 and nickel set and so and so's come out in this and they'll just say a set that they came out in they don't do that every time though you know they just they throw different things in at different times and that's what i think that's what i think like the commentators the booth can't really do like it's a halftime show between every like every match and that's the part that they're that they're struggling to find their way with they're trying to find a feel for what they want and we're just kind of the guinea pigs i guess at the moment yeah possibly but so, it, i mean some of it i did like
0: yeah i mean i i so they, really, uh. i thought the production was good for the most part i thought they the the talk the the, the, the casting during the match was fine i thought that even the matches were good but when they would go to those breaks in between and they had those those commentators talk and they was just like okay i'm gonna turn that down because it's just noise it's just noise like they're not See, saying anything I that's worth I listening have, to
1: wish i would have listened to them more now i probably listened to only half of those yeah i was oftentimes talking in the discord and switching back and forth but and i didn't was, notice it as bad though i did notice like you said the inter- interviews being a little shaky the interviews were softballs i mean the interview that they did with baby bay on the first day was like hey
0: baby bay can you tell us why you're so awesome that was they yeah. might as well have just he asked like that heck question. yeah i
1: can i do it on my <laughs> stream all the time let me tell you this and that and this
0: they might as you know, well i actually, just liked, asked I actually that question. like baby bay a lot yeah so that but i hope that they get better with the commentating and i mean I honestly think they do. Those commentators would uh, actually almost any other esport. I'm trying to, at least the ones that I watch. I mean, they could they could watch CS: GO commentators who will often explain basic things that if you if, that if you play CS: GO, you know why such and such and so and so did X move, right? But they'll still bring it up like, oh, he did this because when you bounce the flash off of this wall, it gets this
1: entire area. You know, we, we did talk about that a little bit. We talked, we were calling different commentators Madden. I'm not saying who oh, yeah. we were calling different commentators. Well, what they need to do right here is they need to take the point. Yeah. They need to do that with a strong attack.
0: Yeah. Like basically, <laughs> Madden. sometimes you need to do that though. Like especially you need to do that for people who are not very familiar with it. The FGC does it very well. Like you can, if you don't play fighting games, And so you, especially if you you want, you could play fighting games, but let's say you play fighting games, but you don't play fighting games competitively. Right. There's a lot of terminology that you won't know, but you'll kind of hear when you listen to FGC broadcasts. Mm -hmm. If you continue to listen, there will eventually be an explanation of what they just talked about. And in many cases, they'll, they'll play it it out in layman's terms. So I think they need to kind of take notes from that because there's going to, if Overwatch League is going to succeed, you can't just have overwatch players watching the overwatch league because if yeah. over you, you can't because right now overwatch players are the ones who are watching overwatch on twitch and it's number 13 or maybe even lower at this point in in terms of twitch streams however they what they want is for more people to just watch overwatch league even if they don't play overwatch and as you do that you got to you got to lay down the basics you know uh they he, this this is not only is it great that he hit q but this is why it's great that he hit Q at this exact moment. They waited for this person to have Had this ability on
1: cooldown, huh? They got they got some some of that in. Well, it just it just wasn't plentiful. No, and they, they probably have too many people talking. Like they, they usually have four. They need to have two, two or three, but four might just be pushing it because they all want their screen time, but.
0: Uh, you're right. You're, you're right. For the <sighs> amount of time that they have between matches, four is probably too much. They probably
1: need two. They probably now that I think about it, they probably need two people. And they do little segments with two. Now, see, now I have to. Now I wish I would have watched those more intently and saw the actual model that they were using. Because sometimes they'd go to like a green screen and be talking with two of them mm. about something, and I just don't know what points that was at. Mm. Well. They, I
0: do think like to keep it interesting. I need to step it up a little bit uh, in terms of the commentating. That was, I honestly, that was my only gripe about it. I did the matches that I watched, I did find them pretty enjoyable. Uh, but other than that, like it was, it was between between the matches when I kind of lose focus of it and go do something else and then forget to come back. You know, yeah. So, but like I said, other than that, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I just kind of wish the commentating was better so i mean i'm pretty sure you guys had better better conversations than what was going on on the screen during we those were periods. Having
1: the good old time i encourage anybody to come hang out i don't think we're going to be doing every game though next like when the season actually starts mm-hmm. but Totem will be putting out a like a, at least one or two games that will be a group watch game mm-hmm. probably the bigger ones why don't I you
0: guess. guys you guys probably you could probably use mayhem.gg for that uh think about it you all watch it together maybe same stream at the same exact time as opposed to some people saying some things ahead yeah that uh, like, was
1: the only bummer about it we had to keep checking times We're like all right what time do you have I was like 1 23 ah oh, crap i'm five seconds behind
0: because would, it would give a giveaway spoilers. Yeah, exactly. Like, so you might want to ch- check out mayhem.gg for that. That might be pretty cool. So, all right, let's move on to the final topic, which is actually just kind of an idea that I had uh, about the league tokens. Because I was thinking about it, and I'm not too. I'm I as it stands right now, I'm not going to use league tokens. I'm not going to spend real dollars on Overwatch league skins. Uh, if I get skins if there's another way to get skins for free without spending money, maybe, but I'm I'm just not going to spend money on league tokens to get the skins. But still what I would spend money on. I would spend money on tokens. If I could do a few things, if I could, a actually buy skins with it, you know, there's a couple of skins that I put a couple of dollars to depending on the price, but more, more, I guess the more the idea is going toward I, if they would partner up, with companies like marvel dc you know or even like disney whatever and have skins at, with partnered up with those companies like you know you have like a juggernaut reinhardt you know something like that um or like you know a flash uh tracer i would spend money on those skins and i think they should take league tokens and just call them tokens and any type of skins that they have that are involved with another company, you can just buy the tokens, and you and uh, buy those skins because you know those other companies are gonna want money for it. There's always no Marvel, DC, you know Disney places like that are gonna be. Oh yeah, go ahead use our IP and don't worry about you know don't worry about paying us for it. Either Blizzard is gonna pay upfront licensing fees for that stuff, or they're gonna want a cut of the money from you know the sales of those and i think the tokens actually give a great opportunity for that
1: i think that's i think that's a great idea i think i think if they did do that idea it would just be marvel tokens or it would just be dc tokens and i think that would be the way they would just separate it business-wise on paper for the accountants basically because if you buy tokens and then you're able to buy Marvel stuff or Overwatch League stuff with it, then who's the money go to? Do you have to do you have to give away your metrics of every skin that was bought? I bet you they'd just rather not do that overwatch.
0: Maybe isn't. not, but um there's But um, I mean I think it's a great idea. I'm pretty sure they they can track, you know, which skins are bought. Like if you if you if you buy I'm tokens, sure they can. Yeah. I maybe.
1: just don't think they want to give out that information. I don't think they want to give out what skins or that or it's possible companies want more transparency that they don't want to let them into. But I think that w- could really work. I just, I bet if it happened, it would be different tokens. You know, you'd have an M for, mm, for Marvel token or wow. an O for overwatch league.
0: Well, though the numbers, like the numbers, the amount of tokens sold will come out regardless because they're, you know, they are part of our publicly held company. Um, you know, with Activision. So, if you just wanted to know, if somebody wanted to know how many tokens they were selling, if they wanted to know how many Marvel tokens they were selling or DC tokens they were selling, they just wait for the yearly call, and that's where you get your information from. They'd actually be better off if they didn't separate them and just be like we sold this many tokens, you know. And that way, you don't know that Marvel get more, the DC get more. They don't. they, they don't have to, at that point, um, tell who's selling more of what they can just say we sold this many tokens so that could be from overwatch league it could be marvel it could be dc it could be disney it could be anything they don't have to get they don't have to make that information public but more more definitely we will know how much money was made off of tokens whether they to give us the amount of tokens sold directly or they tell us how much money they made off of tokens which you can easily determine how many tokens were sold at that point you know so but either way i don't care if they split it up or not I just want my juggernaut Reinhardt. That's what I want. <laughs> I think that would be a great way you know, for them to put new skins in the game so they don't have to constantly come up with new stuff. It
1: would be a really cool skin.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like, if
1: he didn't have a hammer, it just still had the same range, but it was just his fists.
0: It's just his fists.
1: <laughs> or just, I guess it'd just have to be. No, because he swings both ways. You could totally do it. Yeah. Totally yeah. just do it with two, with two fists.
0: That is true. That would be pretty cool, but I think that's what they would do. The only thing I would have to say, you know, for this to work and for there not to be, like, massive backlash, they would have to make make it so that... They, they would have to make sure that... So that uh, Blizzard doesn't jack up the coin price of skins, and they also can't change the um, drop rate of skins. Because if they do, then that is going to be a they, there's gonna be a huge backlash with that. Right? Oh, you're just trying to make us buy skins now. You know. But if they kept yep. drop rates the same, if they kept all of that the same and put tokens in the game, people are still gonna complain. They're still gonna complain. Somebody's gonna complain about these league tokens. <laughs> you know? But if uh if they if they kept all that the same, I think it would be more palatable for people. Cause I'd definitely buy even if the even if regular skins had a token value, And I really, really, really want a skin. Let's say I really, really wanted that Anna, that Snow Owl Anna skin, and I could just buy it for five bucks. Fuck it, man. I'll just buy it for five bucks. I'm already not buying loot boxes anymore because, like, for events like these, it doesn't feel worth it anymore to buy the loot boxes. Like, because I'll I'll open up a 50 pack and get two legendaries that I don't even want.
1: You know? I've never, yeah, I've never. That's why I wish that we had the team queue, Because... I would play enough to get every skin every season, if I only played one account.
0: Mm. Yeah, and no, I, I just even when I only had one account, I didn't get all. I didn't get all the skins that I wanted. So, like I said, my RNG see, I sucks. But, my I mean, RNG I, sucks. I play a lot more than you do, though. Right. So yeah, I just I, I do want the ability to just get the skins that I want to get. I I really uh, don't like the RNG thing, which is why I used to buy loot boxes in every every event and now i don't because now all the stuff is legendary you know
1: yeah i used to also but i don't now just because like well i only play that account like a third of the time right exactly. <laughs> you know yeah no i get it i get it all right well the group queue would oh. fix a lot for me jaw yes it
0: would we, we, we saw about group queue is this con is this uh concept we brought up where for every group that you're in, that group itself has a different SR. So you wouldn't have to have multiple accounts. Like, for example, I wouldn't have to have Big Chocolate so that I could play with Timeless. I would just be able to have my main account. And when I did play with Timeless, our group would have an SR that was, you know, put us in a certain place. And together we'd be trying to raise the group SR. So, yeah. That's what we're talking about. But, you know, let us know what you think about the token system. I'm curious to hear everybody's opinions on that. But now let's go ahead and we're going to move into our weekly updates before we close up here. Weekly Weekly updates. All right. So not much in terms of weekly updates. The biggest news we've already kind of covered. The event from this week, the patch notes, the preseason stuff. However, there are... Two little notes we'd like to bring up before we go ahead and close up. One, we, we said that the 27th hero is on the way. I think everybody knows the 27th hero is on the way. Um, the Blizzard code has been cracked. Every four months we get a new hero. That's what it seems like right now, at least for now. Maybe in like a year or two, we may only be talking twice a year, maybe once a year. Which I can't be honest with you, I'm totally fine with that. The more heroes you had to add to this game, the more complex it becomes, and they can totally fuck up the the game by having too many heroes. That is a thing
1: that can happen. At, at least for sure, fuck it up for new people coming in. It's the conundrum. Absolutely. So I am not looking forward to
0: infinite heroes. I am not one of those people who thinks that they need to have like a hundred heroes. Like you know, like Mobas do. This isn't a Moba. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not a Moba. So, um the twenty d yeah the 20- yeah. <laughs> twenty seventh hero is definitely on the way. Like I said we're probably gonna get it in uh you know w- within four months, but Jeff Kaplan says that I don't know if he's trolling or what, but he says that the twenty seventh hero is somebody that they may have already hinted at. This is the same guy who said that we wouldn't be getting the twenty sixth hero as soon as we thought we would when we got it exactly when we thought we would.
1: I know that was weird.
0: Yeah, like we we got it exact. So he was definitely just lying about that, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, they um, twenty seventh heroes may maybe somebody that they've already hinted at that we we've, we've seen before, like maybe was a Maximilian, was that Omnic, was that robot, was yeah. that Omnic or, or the Junker Queen? Some people people want her for people just, the
1: Junker Town. Yeah,
0: people just like assumed that she was going to be a character as soon as they heard, you know, her voice. I'm just gonna, like, why? Like. What would she do? I don't know. I, go what ahead.
1: About, who's the other monkey?
0: Hammond. Yes. Hammond. Thank
1: you. Oh, that's got right on the tip of my tongue.
0: Yeah. Hammond. I would, I would like to see a Hammond because an- another super smart monkey, you know, that's maybe not a tank. Time for a new defense hero. Like, we haven't gotten a new defense hero since the game started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't like that, Bob? No new yeah. defense heroes?
1: We got a new def. We got a new defense hero. It's called Symmetra 2.0. <laughs> Completely new hero. Uh, yeah, we well, kind of got a point there. So
0: yeah, be on the lookout. I don't know. Start scanning those comics. Whatever. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, 27th hero. You know, we'll probably. When did we
1: get last year? March. It was it April. It was March. I never remember these things.
0: Yeah. So I think it was like March. I remember
1: what happened, not when though. Gotcha. So
0: we'll we'll find out then, I guess. As long as they don't do a terrible ARG, it'll be better than Sombra, you know.
1: <laughs> the release be was exciting Sombra, in the beginning.
0: With the when nobody cracked
1: anything, and it went on forever. Exactly, like there was nothing like, to crack. That was why. the bad part. Yeah, yeah,
0: there was nothing to crack. Nothing happened. it Just went on for it. Just dragged for I guess such a long fucking time. So, yeah, no bad, no ARGs. Uh, the second. uh Weekly update: We have is actually two Overwatch League players got in a little bit of trouble again, but this time not with Blizzard. Um, so it looks like from the story, two players from the Shanghai Dragons were fined by the Shanghai Dragons about a four hundred and something dollars, uh, four hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, three thousand RMB. So it's around four hundred fifty dollars. They were fined because. They so there was one of the players, I guess maybe he's a top 500 player, and the other player is out of his range to play with. So, what player one did was he hopped on player two's alt account and played with player two on his alt account. So, basically, they account shared is what they did. For anybody that doesn't know, account sharing is a blizzard no no, it is actually against the terms of service. You are not allowed to share your accounts with anybody else. So, yeah, um, Blizzard actually didn't take any action against that, though only the Shanghai dragons did not only did those two guys get fined for oh four hundred fifty bucks, but the leader of the Shanghai dragons or the team leader, I should say of the Shanghai dragons uh was punished well he well, he will be punished. not preventing that type of behavior he and he's the guy who stopped them from doing that when he found out that they were doing that he stopped them and he still got in trouble
1: (laughs) man Uh, it's the culture is so different so different
0: yeah yeah but they 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 were not playing so uh, that is interesting but as of now there has been no action from blizzard i don't even know if blizzard's gonna take action because I don't know th- what they did like it sucks, but I don't think it like truly hurts like it, it's not as it's not as damaging as what what you call it did for the fusion what what you' call it in the fusion did where he account boosted i forget his name, but he actually account boosted um accounts by and I think it was like by logging into him so uh this i don't know if you would consider this account boosting or not, especially if you're talking about two people who are already in the overwatch league. So we're talking maybe like a top 500 and a grandmaster, you know, versus what he was yep. doing, which was boosting people way out of their range. So.
1: I yeah, Cause they made that change to where you can only, uh, you can only group up in grandmaster within 250 of, uh, of the person you group up with. Right. So he was probably still 4,100 and just couldn't group with him
0: yeah probably so but that happened other than that it's been you know nothing else has been going on in terms of weekly updates just people complaining about the uh the event why is it only christmas that's that's what i'm seeing up and down the forums. i'm like really like that's what you're worried about not the fact that there's seven legendary skins <laughs> and nothing else <laughs> oh
1: yeah so they're complaining that it's not like Hanukkah and stuff too?
0: Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're gonna get people complaining about anything,
1: you know. So
0: I mean look at me, they I'm need kind of a, about
1: They need a Jewish character so they can do Hanukkah.
0: Well they couldn't know. Any of their characters could be Jewish.
1: Yep. <laughs> but I think they're looking for a stereotypical Jewish.
0: Oh I don't well. Know. They could just make Tracer Jewish. She's 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 the face of the, the game anyway. Just throw all of your all of your uh, social stuff on her. Just it'll be, the eh, one character. It'll be, it'll be fine. If you have to have somebody <laughs> that represents you in the game. So, All right. So we're going to go ahead and close up here. Prepare to attack. Batch 4 is complete. Batch 5 will be starting a release this week with both Mercy and D.Va. As promised, those episodes are coming this week. I have them. Okay, so uh, unless something happens to Ja, those episodes are going are definitely going to uh, make it out.
1: And if anyone knows Grandmaster Reaper, we're looking for one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that that is. Um, <sighs> yeah, that's a, that's a bit much. Actually, I'm sorry. Batch five started with Hanzo. Sorry about that. Batch five started with Hanzo. But the last two characters we have are both re- are Reaper and Bastion and Moira. But Moira wasn't in the original plan, so a reaper bastion and we yeah it's kind of hard to find top 500 players who play those characters top 500 Actually, yeah. i was talking to who was i talking to slides so uh i was talking to one of the coaches at wawa's Wild boot camp and i was like yeah we need a reaper episode and he laughed like nobody plays
1: reaper <laughs> i'm like dude this is for like gold so he's like oh oh it's, okay <laughs> it's cool man maybe i'll just get i'll just get Harry Hook, I'll just call him up, or maybe Tavik, we'll just get them. Be no big deal, right? Yeah, so
0: we'll see. But Wouldn't yeah, that'd be cool. The, the two that we've been getting the most pressure about, the Mercy and the Diva, are definitely coming this week, so we're glad to be able to put those out. Uh, if you're listening to the show via audio, you should know that we do live stream the show every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv/slash smash those buttons. So we'd love to have you here. and like I says every Tuesday. Um, we also like to hear your Overwatch stories. So whether you have a funny story, sad story, whatever type of Overwatch story, we love to hear from you. So we're gonna we're gonna give out our contact info in a, in a second here. Definitely send that over to us. Uh, we want to hear from you. We have a PS4 community and Xbox One club. They're both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. So you know, uh, hop onto those uh, clubs and uh, communities so that when I play on my console. We can play together. And as I mentioned earlier, we also have our Discord server, which is discord.me, slash mash those buttons. And we love to have you there to join the conversation. So it'll be it's pretty awesome. As always, i like to uh, talk about Heroes of Overwatch, which is a Facebook group that has tons of people who play on all different platforms. It's a really nice group. So if you're just looking for somebody to play with or you're just trying to keep up on the latest Overwatch news, check out Heroes of Overwatch. And uh, with that, thank you for listening. We are available on multiple podcast platforms on both Android and iPhone and the PC, obviously. So you should probably, you know, take whatever your favorite podcast app is and just search for Watchpoint Radio and you will find us there. If you can't find us, we do have a RSS feed right available right on the Mashable Buttons website. So, you know, check that out if you need the direct feed. Uh, our social media is uh, at Watchpoint Radio. So if you go to twitter.com slash watchpoint radio, that's where we are. But you can also find us at twitter.com slash MTV site, facebook.com slash smash those buttons, and youtube.com slash smash those buttons. Bob, why don't you tell them where they can find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at blazon underscore Bob. That's B L A Z Z I N underscore B O B. You can also find me on Twitch at blazin Bob.
0: All right, and you can find me on Twitter at underscore JAA underscore. That's underscore J-A-A underscore. And uh, we'd love to hear from you guys, like I said earlier. So you can send us an email to WPR at com, or you can reach us on Twitter or Facebook or SoundCloud or, you know, wherever we are. Just go ahead and try to reach out to us, and we will try to get back to you as soon as we can, or maybe even, you know, put your comment on the show. Uh, If you enjoyed the show and you want to help us out, there's a couple ways to do that. First and foremost, just sharing the show with others is a tremendous help. So, thank you for everybody who does that. Uh, Additionally, you can give us a rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. That is a tremendous help. If you come here for the Twitch show and you don't really listen to podcasts, just go ahead and give us a follow. That is also a a tremendous help for us. We do have a store with Watchpoint Radio merch that is at teespring.com slash stores slash watch my radio we have shirts and mugs so if you go ahead and buy those that's a tremendous help and finally we are a twitch affiliate so if you want to go ahead and subscribe to the mattress Buttons channel that is a tremendous help and we appreciate everybody who helps in any way uh to uh you know promote the show or to help fund us things like that we really really uh, appreciate that every little bit helps thank you uh, very much and I uh, definitely want to encourage you guys to check out the rest of the shows on Matches Buttons. You go to MatchesButtons.com/slash/shows to see all of our other podcasts. We have two WoW podcasts. One is about story and lore, and one is about you know, kind of just news and playing the game. We have uh, Double Tap, which is our fighting game podcast for the FGC that has gone weekly now. That is a weekly show that we do so uh yeah you can check that out every week on thursdays now that's pretty cool we also have the sit rip radio which is our division podcast which surprisingly i got there was a notification that went up on twitter that the division was reaching server capacity over the, like over the past few days they were reaching server capacity so there's definitely been a didn't
1: it go free to play
0: no it was just a uh it was a free weekend oh i
1: saw something
0: it was a free weekend and then i think it was like either today or yesterday after the free weekend they were at server capacity they were approaching server capacity still so they were going to add more servers to their farm you know let's just spin up more virtuals however it goes but yeah the, the division looks like it's maybe on an uptick now so if you were in the division before you might want to check out set rep radio see what they have to say and uh yeah with that thank you for listening Really glad to have everybody here, and we hope you join us next week.
1: You know, I've had this stuck in my head ever since. She said we need help in any way. Help. Need somebody help, not just anybody help. Come on, I'm you probably gonna cut money. that
0: out because it's not help. gonna go with the closing theme. <laughs> it's not gonna go with the closing theme, Bob. So <laughs> thanks a lot.
1: I couldn't help it, man. As you said, help, and it just went in my head, <laughs> and it was stuck. It was still singing in my head when I went to do a closing. Okay, I can't have good ones every week. That's fine. They're we just shot in the dark. You know, some some work, some don't. I see. If you could get anybody else to do some goofy shit at the end of the show, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm cutting my recording off now. All right. Me too.